those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. We are absolutely back with a, another episode of the Bad Beats Podcast. And it's just me today. It's just Tyler Whipple today. The co-host Spaz may have been killed by his bookie. We are not sure. Um, but he should be able to be back with us here for the next episode. But yeah, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks since we were here on the podcast. Definitely a lot of stuff to kind of recap. Um, but the most crazy thing is it's December. It is December 1st, 2020, and we are one month away from getting out of this month or this year that we call 2020, which I know a lot of people are excited about just with everything going on. So, wow, crazy. It does not feel like it's been a year. It's been a bizarre year. Who, is the, who would have ever thought Kobe Bryant would die at the beginning of this year? Absolutely crazy. Really set the tone for this year. But again, December 1st, one more month to go. Let's finish out strong. Kill your bookie. Don't let your bookie kill you like Spaz. But really just jumping into what we saw yesterday. Monday Night Football, we had Seahawks traveling to Philadelphia. And man, what an absolute disaster of a game that was. We had Seahawks. The line there was Seahawks minus six and a half. And crazy thing is, it came down to the last second. Not a lot of people thought it was going to come down to the last second. Just again, Seahawks have been great this year. Defense has been hit or miss, but... Seahawks have been great this year. Philly has absolutely stunk all year long. And so, you know, they, people were thinking this is going to be a blowout. Crazy enough, actually, 91% of the public that were betting on this game had Seahawks minus six and a half. And of course, just like uh, Vegas fashion, Vegas gets the job done on a last second cover. The Seahawks lose against the spread. They don't get the six and a half. They only win by six points. And I kind of want to talk about that for a second because it's actually so bizarre when you look at it from a football standpoint. You know, we had the, just the fact that the Eagles scored in general was absolutely bizarre. But, you know, you have the Eagles score down seven points. Well, actually, so it would be down eight points. With an extra point, you go down seven. You get the onside kick, and you have a chance to tie the game going overtime. I get that. But instead of kicking the field goal for the extra point, they go for two. Just completely random, goes for two, and of course they get it. They 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 get the spread, lose by six instead of the six and a half. Vegas wins, big night for Vegas. Again, ninety-one percent of the public here had Seahawks minus six and a half. You lose by half a point with that fashion and that kind of a way. Definitely raising a lot of eyebrows for some people, but you know, that's that's just the the way of Vegas. You know, we all know the mafia is running Vegas, they're running those sports books. They're probably in Pete Carroll's ear telling them to you know, let him score in that two-point conversion or whatever it was. But, man, that was absolutely crazy. I have to admit, you know, we had we were lucky enough to get in a little bit early there on our Twitter. We tweeted out um, at the time it was minus six, dead even. So it was a push for us. But, again, I mean, to really to have this thing come out where it's, you know, 13, 14 points with 20 seconds left, and then, you know, it's a bad beat for sure. But that's kind of where Monday, Monday Night Football left us in the last 24 hours. And one of the main things I want to talk about overall in that game is Carson Wentz. You know, he's had a great season up until this year. And this year, he has just looked like absolute garbage. And so I want to ask you guys, and I wish Spaz was here with me because he's the Eagles fan. 
I know he'd have a strong opinion on this one, but what do you guys think as far as Carson Wentz goes? I mean, is this is this the franchise QB? Is it not his fault? Is it is it the receivers? Is it the offensive line? Is it injuries? Maybe it is Carson Wentz. I mean, for me, it's just so up in the air right now for what that guy is doing. Again, I, I've seen the talent from the guy. He's a total leader. I love the I love the way he plays. I love his play style. But man, he just cannot seem to throw the ball right now. Receivers are dropping, and he's got no time in the pocket. I think it's just a it's a real disaster there as a, as a as a whole, really in Philly. So you know, we'll see. Crazy enough, they're a game back out of first place in that beautiful NFC East. Giants leading the NFC East heading into Week 13. Week 13, the four and seven Giants are are in first place of the NFC East. Let that sink in for a second. Four and seven. Giants are in first place of their division. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, you know, it's going to be a wild finish to say the least in that division. Absolutely, anybody's ball game. You could have the Redskins of all of all teams, maybe even win this thing. Giants too. Who knows? But that's kind of where we're at with uh, you know football. Again, not too much to talk about this this last week, other than the big thing, which is COVID. I mean, COVID. I think it's fair to say COVID won this week. We had where a lot of people were looking forward to on that Thanksgiving spread. You know, you had the Lions-Texans game, the first the first one. The second game would have been Redskins-Cowboys. And then the third game, when everyone's done with their food, everyone's enjoying their beer, everything like that, we would have had a great game in Ravens-Steelers, and COVID hits us again. COVID, COVID absolutely throws the right hook at us, knocks us down. Brutal day. And not only that, but we still have even yet to play that game. They said they're going to play it on Sunday. As I'm talking to you right now, it is Tuesday, and we have yet to play this game. They're saying in the middle of the day tomorrow, Wednesday, they're going to try to play this thing. But who knows? They're saying Lamar's got COVID. Dobbins got COVID. Um, you know, really that that whole front four for the, for the Ravens has COVID as well. So, you know, who knows what's going on with that game. But safe to say COVID is officially one week 12, but we're on to week 13. Well, I can't even say we're on to week 13 yet. Because, again, you know, we still have a game left in Week 12 as we're heading into Wednesday. So, you know, we'll see. It's absolutely crazy. Um, I guess just really kind of going off of that, I wanted to talk about, you know, Week 13 in itself. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this schedule for Week 13. Again, we're just coming off a big beat down from COVID in Week 12. You know, this schedule for Week 13 looks absolutely boring. I mean, this thing is going to put anybody to sleep. So let me just kind of read off you the, the marquee games. And I'm not reading off you the bad ones. These are the marquee games. We have New Orleans at Atlanta. Keep in mind, Drew Brees is out. We have Taysom Hill in that game. The another, another great game is the Rams at Arizona. Again, I think that's a fair game. But again, these are the marquee games that we have. And then outside of that, I mean, there's just nothing. There's absolutely nothing on this slate of games that really intrigues me. I mean, I guess maybe the Patriots at the Chargers, but let me just really quick read you off all the games. So we have, again, New Orleans at Atlanta, Detroit at Chicago. That is actually something that you could watch if you wanted to fall asleep. Cleveland at Tennessee, Cincinnati at Miami, where two is probably not going to play. Jacksonville at Minnesota, Las Vegas at New York, the Jets. The Colts at, at, the, at the Texans. I mean, what is going on with some of these games? The Giants at Seattle. The Eagles in, in Green Bay. I mean, like, it's all these. You know, and then the Sunday night game, you know, I kind of feel for them. They had no other choice. But we have Denver at Kansas City. The line on that game is 14 points. 14 points for a Sunday night game. 
Absolutely crazy. I mean, we have a little bit of entertainment as far as Monday night goes. It is the, you know, we, we have the, the double stack there with Washington at Pittsburgh. That's going to be at 3 p.m. Mountain time. That is a bizarre time for a game. And then Buffalo at San Francisco. That actually could be a good one. A lot of players are coming back out of injury for the Niners. And strangely enough, that one's actually going to be in Arizona. Again, Buffalo's playing San Francisco in Arizona. I know it's bizarre, but that's kind of been what's going on with the week. And then, of course, we're not done yet there. We have a Tuesday game, and that's going to be the Baltimore Ravens against the Cowboys. So, again, not an exciting slate of games by any means. Really, you know, as far as bets go, I don't love a lot. Um, But we'll kind of get into that as, uh, you know, we head to the later episodes here. But um, I kind of want to transition here into college basketball. And it's really just because we've had a heck of a kick to the season here. Absolutely love it. Tournaments are underway. Um, today we actually have Duke, Michigan State, Kansas, and Kentucky. Some of the really good games are starting to get played here. We actually have Gonzaga, West Virginia tomorrow. And then also, too, we have Illinois and Baylor. Number five, Illinois. Number two, Baylor. That's going to tomorrow. Again, we have some great games here, college basketball. So whether NFL is boring, we still have a lot to root for in college basketball. Um, and, and like I said, crazy start to the season here. We already have some major losses um, Virginia went down, Kentucky's already gone down, Villanova's gone down. I mean, we, we have a lot of these blue blood programs that have already gone down and maybe that's a factor of COVID. Maybe it's not, I don't really know, but you know, I, I think it's just one of those things that we're going to have to pay attention to this year as you know, we're going to have a lot of games canceled. We're going to have, I, I'm just praying that this thing doesn't leak into March and, you know, we don't have too many March madness games canceled. I think it might, maybe they'll do a bubble. I'm not sure. If I'm if I'm the NCAA, I have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, all the way down to Z, because I am not losing out on another March Madness year. I mean, that that was devastating for the NCAA. So I'm sure they got their plans set up. Maybe, maybe not. It is the NCAA after all. But really, the, the overall theme for this year is, for me at least, is going to be go against Gonzaga. And I hate saying that because I already got killed. Um, in the first game of the season, they played Kansas, but I don't know what it is, but I hate this team. I hate this team just in the sense of, are they good or are they not good? You know, every year they're, they're always like a top three team. It feels like top five team. And I always feel like they play someone good and they lose. So I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm hoping to become a very wealthy man by betting against the spread versus Gonzaga. Like I said, I mean, we have West Virginia, number 11, West Virginia, against Gonzaga tomorrow. I will be taking West Virginia. The line is currently not open for that. I got to imagine that line is going to be sitting at something like, you know, West Virginia plus eight, plus nine. So even if Zaga wins there, I like West Virginia with the points, assuming it's it's something close to plus six and a half to plus nine. I'm saying that's absolutely money. Jump all over that. I'm jumping on it. You should jump on it too. Like I said, I'm becoming very wealthy this year, betting against Gonzaga every time they play a ranked team against the spread. So that's what I'm doing. Other than that, a lot of exciting stuff here with college basketball. Hopefully you guys were able to check out our our top 25 plus one where we got our second one out. And, you know, we have really, it's pretty standard with what the AP is saying. The one big one that I like is Arizona State. You know, they're saying Arizona State right now at 25. They have a lot of good young kids in there. And I'm, I, I, we have, you know, Arizona State at 17 right now. They'll probably hang there for a while. It doesn't look like they have too hard of a schedule coming up. 
But again, that's kind of where we're at right now. And really, again, I, I just think it's it's one of those things where, you know, you just, just watch how these teams play. A lot of these numbers are going to be surprising because, again, COVID's kind of wreaking havoc on teams. Keep an eye on who's in, who's out as far as teams and players and, and COVID and, and on the, the COVID list. So, again, going to be a crazy year for college basketball, but definitely super excited for that. And then moving over to college football for this week. You know, again, there's really not a ton to talk about as far as the slate. You know, we do have kind of a, a softer weekend sl- or weekday slate. Just normally when we have the action on Tuesday, Wednesday, we don't have that today. We do have some games Thursday, Friday. It's going to be Louisiana Tech at North Texas and then Air Force at Utah State. Don't like either of those games. Going to stay away. And then on Friday, of course, we have Louisiana Appalachian State. I like that game strictly for the over. I believe right now it's sitting at 54. I like the over there. Probably going to tweet that one out as a lock. So definitely keep it out for that one. And then that last game on Friday is going to be Boise State, UNLV. Again, kind of a boring game. Going to stay away there. But that, that's kind of the week, really the, the upcoming week here as far as some of the games that we have. Um, again, nothing crazy during the week. Not even Thursday night football. I guess the highlight of the week really is to talk about you know college basketball. Again, with these tournaments kicking off, um, actually just watched the end of the North Carolina game. Real bad beat there. Don't know what happened. They were down. No, it was it was a four point game. Stanford had an easy layup, missed it, pushed it, whatever. I I stayed away on that one just because North Carolina actually almost lost to UNLV. But anyways, going to be a crazy week for college basketball. Other than that, sports are a little bit quiet. But jumping into the weekend, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more on this in the next episode before the weekend. But you know we do have an interesting slate of games here for the weekend. So the biggest thing is that I, that I wanted to talk to at least is Ohio state. I mean, geez, OP, you have a team that is a great team easily could be in the college football playoff easily should win the big 10, but they are one game away. They're one missed game away from not having a season anymore. I mean, this season would come down to a wash if they lose or if they can't play one more game, they're saying that they will not qualify for the big 10 championship, which would in turn, obviously not put them in the playoff. I mean, I think they've played four games. I mean, how can you put a team that, that's played four games in the playoff? You can't do that. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Another thing to keep an eye on, too, is Michigan. And I know we've been talking a lot about this really on a lot of these episodes, but Michigan is just one of those teams that they stink. They just full-blown stink. I keep wanting to bet them just because I keep wanting to believe that they're not as bad as what actually is happening. But I think they are. I think they're just absolutely terrible. They're, they're maybe one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. There's no question in my mind that Harbaugh is gone. He's a goner. He's absolutely out of there. Um, and speaking of, actually, I know we kind of get off track here for a second, but um, gone in Michigan, you know, we have Patricia out in Detroit. Again, I, I'm, a, I'm a Lions fan. I love the call here. I think he needs to go. He's a fat boy. He needs to get out of there. So I like that. Same thing with Quinn. Get him out. This Really just build this, build this thing back up. Burn it down. Build it back up. Um, that's from a Lions fan perspective, but anyways, going back over to, to Michigan, you know, again, Harbaugh, he just stinks. He just shows that he can't get it done. Even when he has good players, even when he's having a good season, he still can't beat Ohio state. He still can't beat top 10 teams. He still can't go on the road and win big games. So it's time for him to get out of there. Maybe he goes back to the NFL. Maybe he goes to the Lions. Maybe I, I, you know, we don't know. So we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Um, and then really just a couple big games that I wanted to note before we get into the next episode. 
was, you know, we have an absolutely bizarre game with Alabama, LSU, Alabama, or I'm sorry, Alabama minus 28 and a half. Alabama minus 28 and a half. That is absolutely crazy. I think that's going to be really interesting to pay attention to. Again, you have Alabama against the defending champions, and they're four, they're over four touchdown favorites. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. Um, another one that I like too is to keep an eye on is Indiana plus 14 in Wisconsin. I mean, this is a team, this is a hungry Indiana team that I'm not saying necessarily they win this game. I'm, I think they could, but I, I'm saying they stay within two touchdowns. I mean, this is a hungry, this is a classic example of the hungry dog runs faster. I mean, this is a hungry team. This is a team that they, they, they haven't won the big 10 since 1967. So let's put it that way. And they are chomping at the bit to get back in there especially they know Ohio State's on the ropes with everything COVID-related. They might not play another game. Indiana could sneak into the, the championship game, win the Big Ten. Who knows what happens after that? Maybe they sneak into a playoff spot if, all, if the chips fall in their favor. But, again, we'll see. I, I like Indiana plus 14 here. Um, but, yeah, those are really kind of the, the main games that I wanted to note just for today. I know as we hop into the next episode, we'll talk a little bit more on that. But, um yeah, that's really all we got for you today. Like I said, super light episode, nothing too crazy. Hopefully we can get Spaz back for the next episode and we can jump into some of those locks for the upcoming weekend because we know you guys like to make money. You guys like to follow us. You guys like to tail us. We're always doing you guys as best as we could. So, um, you know, make sure to follow along. Follow us on Twitter at LockInBets. Subscribe to the podcast. We love you guys. Peace out. 